In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Um, this is uh, the fifth um, episode of, um, of the way. Time went very fast, I think. We are here in difficult passages um, in the Bible. We started first two episodes by general introduction to the Bible. We talked about manuscripts. We talked about how did we receive the Bible. And then we started to choose um, certain passages which are designated or described as difficult. So difficult, they are difficult. And, and um, we try to just see what, what does the Bible um, say about any, those, uh, those uh, passages um, and, and the interpretation of that according to the, the Bible. Um, during this week, I received, we received a number of questions. And surprisingly, those questions were categorized within only two categories. The first one was the relationship or the roles of husband and wives and women's role in the church, so the, the mainly about women, and how the Bible, uh, Bible's ro um, uh, view uh, women either in ministry or at home. And also the second um, uh, group of questions that we received lie around the theological question. Um, something like, similar to what we said um, two weeks ago about um, how come Christ said that the Father is uh, greater than I and these kind of things. So most of the questions lie only um, within these two groups. So today, I actually, what, what I did, I, I grouped the, the, the questions about women. And we're going to um, tackle them tonight. And then the theological questions till next week. And uh, God help us. All right, so let's, let's, I would just remind you with what we said last time. We talked about one of those questions last time, about men and women relationship, and also women's role in the church, that's what we're going to do today. Um, I would just would like to remind you from last week that we said the key to understanding this um, role of women and also the relationship, the husband and wife relationship, lies in two things. Number one, these are roles assigned by God, has nothing to do with the value or the worth of the individual. So when we say that the, the man is the head of the house or the man is the head of the woman, that doesn't mean he's better. He's not better. But these are roles assigned by God. That's his role to lead, and uh, she also has a role in it. So these are roles, has nothing to do with essence or with, with um, value or worth. And my um, um, proof of that, when St. Paul, when we, talk, we talked about last week, St. Paul said that the man is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church and God is the head of Christ. We say that Christ and God are equal, but nevertheless, when it comes to role, the role of the, God the Father is different from the role of God the Son who took our humanity. So these are roles among equals. This is, this is the key to understanding all what I'm going to say tonight. So let's, let's um, um, recap what we said last, last week. We said there are two um, important uh, subject, uh, sorry, um, uh, passages in the Bible between, um, that govern the husband and wife relationship. In Ephesians 
uh, Ephesians 5, and this is the, the part that we read during the crowning ceremony. It says here, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head, is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be, there to, be to their own husbands in everything. Of course, when we say something like that, there we actually create a lot of uh, friction, uh, not understanding what does this passage mean. The second one, husbands likewise dwell with them, with them here the wives, with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel. And when we say the weaker vessel, also that creates friction. What does weaker mean? That we're going to, to do tonight. And we started by saying last time about the headship. The headship in uh, the church, and I'll just remind you, was what we said quickly last time. In 1 Corinthians 11, uh, verse 3, St. Paul said this, But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ, the head of woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. And we said here that although males and females are equal in, uh, when it comes to the relationship to Christ, Christ, the scriptures give specific roles to each in marriage. The husband is to assume leadership in the home, and the wife also has a role to play. This leadership should not be a dictatorial one or a patronizing role to his wife, but should be in accordance with the example of Christ leading the church. And we said last week that never ever in the Bible that we heard that Christ exerted any like a dictatorial role over his church. The Lord Jesus Christ said he didn't come to be served, but to serve. So he came to serve. So likewise, the husband should serve his home including his wife, and also, and Christ, the, the thing that St. Paul said about Christ, he said he loves, nourish, and cherish the home and wife. So that's how the husband also should lead. So the, lead, the leadership here, the leadership role, role here, shouldn't be like um, I'm doing whatever I want and you just submit. It's not like that. We said that, that last time. So the... In order to understand it, this relationship or the, hitch, the headship is likened to Christ-Church relationship. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and give himself up for her to make her holy. We said that the love between the husband and wife, if he wants to be the leader of the house, he should love his wife sacrificially. He would be even ready to give, up, give himself up for her. And it says about Christ that cleansing her by the, by the washing with water through the word. Christ loved the church, which is his people, with compassion, mercy, forgiveness, respect, and selflessness. So that's how the, the husband should treat his wife. He even gave himself up for her. In this same way, husbands are to love their wives. Also, Christ makes the church grow, feeds it, and cares for it, gave himself up for it. He is the cornerstone, as St. Matthew said, that holds the church together, builds it up, and edifies it. 
this is how the, the husband should lead his house and lead if he wants to lead his wife. Therefore, the husband is to love his wife by helping her grow, nourishing and edifying her while giving himself up for her in, in love. And also, this headship relationship was likened to the person and his body. No one of us hates his body. We look after our bodies. We usually keep it healthy and, and nourish it and stuff like that. And also, St. Paul said, if you love your body, you also, the husband, should love in the same manner his wife. So headship here is a role and responsibility more than an authority. That's what we said last week. So husband ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one hates his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. So these, these are the kind of relationships should be between the husband and wife. So the headship here is not just is not like bossing her around. It's not like that. St. Paul did not mean that at all. We're going to take that a bit further this week and we talk about when St. Paul said submit to your husband. What does he mean when he said the wife should submit to her own husband? And also we're going to talk today about what does it mean that the wife is the weaker vessel. And also, after that, we take, we take on other two questions about the role of women in the church. So the first one is wives submit. Submit. In Ephesians 5, it says here, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is, the, is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. How do we as men and women, and how do we as husbands and wife, understand what St. Paul is saying here makes a lot of difference. So sometimes some husbands, some men, understand it this way. So submit, like I do everything, just lays around, boss her around, and stuff like that, and she has to obey. Is that what St. Paul's in, intending in, his, in the Bible? No, no, of course not. And also, she understands it also in a different way. She understands that she's less than him, she's always under, his, under the thumb, and she just controlled by him. Also, this is not the way that God intended this relationship to be. So how, how, what, what kind of relationship that God intended this relationship to be? Modern Christians like us have had their own struggle to understand authority in general. In general. So um, not only the headship, but authority in general. As I said before, in order to understand it fully, we have to understand this is, uh, these are roles not worth or value. It should be one leader in the house. That's the intention. If, if she's a leader and I'm a leader and we, we disagree together, what will happen to the house? the house? The house will be torn apart. So it has to be a loving leader. She submits to him as submission uh, of Christ in love. 
and he leads also because he loves her and he also cares for her. This is the, the, the family unit that was intended by the Bible. So this role does not undermine her worth and it is, should be or it should be a loving relationship. And once it is a, a loving relationship, everything should be easy. If we love each other, we can, we can do anything. I'm, 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 I'm happy to just say, okay, I will do as, as you say, and she will submit. The, the role here, the key here, is the loving relationship. Submission is an important issue in relation to marriage. It's a biblical command, and it's clear. When he says, wives, submit to um, your husband or your own husband, doesn't mean here any other way. Submit because he's the leader. Even before sin, sin entered the world, there was still a principle for headship. St. Paul, we see um, about 10-15 minutes in Timothy, 1 Timothy 2, he said, Adam was created first before Eve. Is that right? And Eve was created to be a helper for Adam. So Adam should be the head and she's the helper. That doesn't mean Adam is better. And it doesn't mean he will be that he will have more worth than her or than she is. But that's his role. And the role was assigned from early on. It's not cultural. The headship here, as St. Paul said it, it's not cultural. It is the role that was assigned by God. Adam was created first and Eve was created to be a helper for him. God has established several, several types of authority, established governments for justice in the society, pastors or leaders, priests, bishops. We have those authorities in, in the world. We have fathers um, to um, raise the children and the children should obey them and so on. In each case, submission is required. Citizen to government, flock to shepherd, wife to husband, child to father. That doesn't mean, as, as we said last week about an example of the employer-employee employer, employee, employee relationship, both of them are human beings. None of, the, none of them has more worth than the other or more value than the other, but because we are at work, there has to be a manager and an employee or employer and employee, and in order for the work to work well, we have to have some sort of um, submission and headship. So sometimes people think about the word submit as a bad word. It's not a bad word. Submission is not a reflection of inferiority or lesser worth. Christ constantly submitted himself to the will of the Father, as also we said last week, without giving up anything of his worth or him being equal to the Father. The best what the best analogy in the Bible between submitting, sub, the, the, submitting the wife submitting to her husband is the uh, idea or the analogy of Christ and God the Father. They're both equal, they're both of the same essence, but still there was some role uh, difference while the Lord Jesus Christ was on earth. To counter the world's misinformation concerning wife's submission to her husband, we should carefully note the following. Number one, a wife is to submit to one man, only her husband. That doesn't mean all women 
should be subject and sub submissive to all men. It's, it's not like that. The, the Bible didn't say that. So the wife is to submit to one man, her husband, not to every man. The rule to submit does not extend to a woman's place in society at, at large. A wife is to willingly submit to her husband in personal obedience to the Lord Jesus and to submit to him in the Lord. What does in the Lord mean? When submits, when she submits to him in the Lord, meaning if he asks her something that's against the word of God or against Christianity or against the church rules or anything like that, she doesn't have to submit to him. So he, St. Paul was clear that she should submit to him in the Lord. She submits to her husband also because she loves Jesus, not only loves him, but also loves God. As a reverence for her to God, she submits to him. The example of a wife's submission is that of the church to Christ, as we said. There is nothing said of the wife's abilities here. It didn't say the wife is less or not able or anything like that or less, less worthy or inferior or anything. It may be the fact that she's better qualified than he to lead in many ways, but she chooses to follow the Lord's instruction by submitting to her husband's leadership. In so doing, a godly wife can even win her unbelieving husband. St. Saint Peter said in Peter 3, 1, that the submissive wife or the obedient wife or the, the wife that um, respects her husband, she can win even the unbelieving husband by her deeds, by her works, not only by the words. Even if she doesn't preach to him because she's a follower of Christ, she can win the husband to her. So submission should be a natural response to a loving relationship. Believe me, I'll tell you, if there is love, all of these things will be easy. Because he will not be a dictator in the house. When he loves her, what will he will say? He will take her opinion first. He won't say, okay, I'm the boss of the house, I'm going to do this, and you have to submit. This is not a loving relationship. So the key here is love. And if she loves him, she will okay, willingly will say, okay, how about if we do this? And then when, it, when it, the time comes for a decision, she will yield to him because she will love him. She will love him. When a husband loves, husband loves his wife as Christ loves the church, then submission is a natural response from a wife to her husband. But regardless of the husband's love, she is also instructed to obey and submit to him. To try to use the principle of submission to justify abuse is to twist scripture and promote evil. So if we say that submission will make the husband abuse his wife, this is not scriptural, this is evil. The submission of the wife to her husband in Ephesians 5 does not allow the husband to be selfish, domineering, or abusive. This is against Christianity. His command is love, verse 25 in Ephesians, and he is responsible before God to, to fulfill that command. The husband must exercise his authority wisely, graciously, and in the fear of God, to whom he must give an account. When a wife loves, loved by her husband as the church is loved by Christ, submission is not difficult. 
What about if he is not a loving husband? What happened? So if he says, you have to submit, and I'm not, I'm not doing my, work, my role. She might submit to him, but also he's not fulfilling his role now of life, of love that is required of him. So husband's responsibility as Christ did sacrificially and also as he does to his body. There is um, a nice drawing here about this relationship or the headship or the submission between Christ, husband and wife. So the upper umbrella is Christ. He's the head of everyone. He's the head of the husband. And the husband provides for the family and protects the family in love. And the wife she has the, ma the management role of the house, the child rearing or uh, raising uh, in the house, and also she's subject to her husband. There's something also nice in that part as well. We say, submit, 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 submit. And the first verse, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Doing what? Submitting to one another in the fear of God. So as St. Paul said to her, submit to your husband, he started by, you, by saying, submitting to one another. Because what is the essence of this relationship? Is love. It's not to boss everyone, anyone uh, around. Okay? So that's, that's the first one. That's the first part, the submission. Any, any question, please? Father Yeah, I know. I'm just thinking, like, as Christians, we understand this. And culturally, it makes sense to us. Mm. Um, but if we were to sort of explain a model like this to somebody who doesn't have a background or our upbringing or our Christianity, what would be the best way to describe this? Because if the modern day woman, for example, come out and say, no, I want to provide for my family. Right? So how do we bring in this new idea or the, I guess, big ideas that developed in with what we believe as Christians? Okay. This, this figure here doesn't mean that he has to provide for his family and she has nothing to do with this. Of course, as I said, we, we go back to love. Love and understanding. If now, in the olden days when women not used to, to work, that's fine. That's, that's, that was the construction or the structure of the society at that time. The, 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 the husband goes out and the woman stays at home and raises her children and looks after the, the house. Now, the, the society is different now because now women are more educated. They, they work and there's nothing against Christianity to allow women to work. But if you are allowing both parties to, to work, you have to do some arrangements for the children. So you can't, for example, say, okay, she has the right to work, 100%, and that's not against Christianity. But what happens to the children? So there have to be some arrangements. And we see now, sometimes if the, if the wife uh, works in a position, for example, that's higher than her husband, the husband might take some time off and look after the children. Or there are some arrangements like, for example, the one of the mothers to, to look after children. But if both of them work and they say we are going to um, follow our career and the children will be 
will go astray, I don't think that will be um, uh, uh, good for the, for the family and it's not in line with what God intended. If you can do whatever you want as long as that the family unit is kept as well and there, there should be priorities. So is it work and the kids will go astray or we can do some arrangements that we can accommodate both things. All right, I'm happy to, to, to hear any other uh, opinions if, yeah, don't let it one man show. So what do you think? Yes, please. Sorry, uh, You're right. Two questions on related to him. Um, what would be the, uh, uh, the how to change, sorry, how to change the older way of thinking like the man has to work outside and the woman has to stay in, in the house and do all the housework. So this generation is it the other way around. And mm. the man um, doesn't <coughs> that sort of environment staying at home and the woman could go. So how could it be this change? He can see it still in, even in the Christianity environment. He can still see that sort of... Uh, so what 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 do you need change? Yeah, change it. Change what? Sorry, I didn't. Change the mentality. So the idea of thinking a man has to go outside and work. So the man go outside and the, and the woman stays home. Why do we change that? No, how can it be changed? Ah, to that one. But but we don't we we don't have to change it now. All what we need we can't say for example that we can't stick to cliches. Yes, her main role is to look after the children. But in the meantime, she's highly educated. She has um, um, an opportunity to work. And also with the economy of the world these days, probably also two working is better than for the family and the economy of the family to, to be working is much better. But I think within, within that change in the society, we have also to exert some sort of balance. So I can't, for example, say I'm going to work from nine to nine and she works nine to nine and leave the children unattended or the, we don't know anything about our children or even we don't see each other. So it's not right. So we have to, 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 to do some balance. I can say, for example, I'm working, she's working. We have to do some roster. So one of us will be with the kids. At, at certain time, or someone will work part time, and someone will work full time, so we can exert the balance. Does that make sense? So I think I think we we don't have to slip out of the of the main role. Yes, please. Um, so you're really using this as a model, you know, yeah. To govern our daily Christian life, does that mean that you know, for the wife, that primary role is to take care and raise children, yeah, and her husband? to provide for the family, mm. obviously with arrangements in place, but I mean, I guess in the circumstance where, say, the makes a lot more money than the man, um, how would that really fit into the model that financially doesn't make sense? That, that's, the main, that's the main model. Yeah. That's the main model, but I mean, this model is not is not um, a stiff model that actually we have to do it this way and nothing else. But according to the circumstances, we can modify it. But we modify it, provided that that doesn't also affect our most precious thing, like our kids. 
or our life. I mean, sometimes, is it good, for example, for me and my wife not to see each other for days because we're both working and, and, and we're both uh, working long hours? Sometimes we have to work long hours because that's the circumstances. But I think we can also reduce the, the work uh, load a little bit for the sake of a better uh, a better uh, target, yeah. Um, so. you, in my when, when I see that this picture, I want to change it in a way. Yes, like, yeah, please. <laughs> so like, obviously, Chris is going to be on top. He's the one who's going to invite us, and like, he's the example for that. We, That's uh, right. What I think of is that what, why can't we make the husband and wife be one umbrella? Okay. They both lead the entire thing. Because, like, in our day and age, we always believe in equality and like how like the, the women and the men they both work and sure. if they want to deal with the children, they both do it equally, they do everything and 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 you in like a like manner. Yeah. Because that's like because at the end of the day it's they, they become one. Yes. So that's why I feel like I think just be one umbrella. Okay, we can make it an one umbrella, but I mean the Bible didn't say, <laughs> it, yeah. Although they are equal, but they are roles, different roles. For example, can you can you say, for example, um, why did, didn't we, for example, um, object that the woman has to um, get pregnant and uh, bear children and uh, deliver them? Why we equal? Exactly. Same thing. God assigned roles. That doesn't mean that two umbrella, umbrellas here doesn't mean that he's superior. No, he's not. But that's his role to provide for the family and protect it. Even, even with that, we, we talk now about, um, about she is be, she, she's being the, the weaker vessel. That doesn't mean she's bad or he's, he's superior or anything like that. But God assigned a role for her to be that way. So he's, the, the, the higher umbrella, by the way, doesn't mean he's higher than her. The higher umbrella, that's his role. But they are equal. I agree 100%. I'll tell you something. If they decide together within the family, I will stay home, look after children, and you, the, the wife, go and work. Does that contradict Christianity? It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Because there is an agreement here, and also... The, the, the kids will be looked after. The, the family life will be pre, uh, preserved. That's fine. What about if, if she is higher, has high, higher qualifications than he is? That's fine. She can work. So there's no, there's no uh, strict roles here, but the, the role of the, um, the headship, uh, as God assigned it, to maintain like um, a, a good cruising uh, family in decision-making. It is. It will be difficult. Obviously, if the woman has got more credentials and she's making money, that would create problems. It would, it would, it would be hard to maintain that leadership yes. when you're in a. And I'm, I'm just giving uh, an extreme example. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving an extreme example. Yeah. Well, I, I would like to just sign on. Um, and, like, can she also say that this was written in a time where that's what culturally was like, thought of? Like, the man is always. Yeah. 
Yeah, again, I, I would like to emphasize that doesn't mean th this, is, this is against equality or, or someone higher in, in the eyes of God than the other. Talking about this is a cultural issue is not a cultural issue for one reason. This is Genesis 3. When God created Adam and Eve, he said, okay, we'll make Adam first, and then I will make a helper for him. And he, when he said a helper for him, he, he said an e a helper that's equal to him. So the helper, she, that's her role, to be a helper. But when, when it comes to worth, she's, she's equal to him. So that's assigned by God from early on. It's not a cultural thing. I agree on the cultural thing for one thing. At certain stage, especially a certain stage in history, especially uh, among the Jews, the women were like a despised um, gender or despised um, uh, race. So they, okay, the women, are, the the Jews, the Jewish person used to stand up before God and, and and pray, thank God because He didn't create me a Gentile or a woman. So there was a like like the women were despised in the culture of the Jews. But if we go and take the things back to creation, when God intended this role to, role to be, we'll find it that way. It's not that they are equal. And until now, they are equal. But this is just the role. Mm -hmm. All right. So. I think just in this day and age, society and in general, the husband-wife relationship is more, I like to think it's more about consensus. Yep. And by consensus, by, I guess, by definition, you're not assigning a role. Yeah, it's not a it's not a strict role. Yeah. Correct. Whereas mm. obviously what you're referring to the references in the Bible do define the role, and, mm. and that seems a little bit incompatible with with the, the current situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that the answer to this one, what sample said said that you should submit to one another. So yes, this is my role. This is your role. But because we love each other, let's sit down and and sort it out together. The, the problem is, if he says, okay, if he takes advantage and says, this is my decision, and my decision will, will prevail. No matter what you do, thank you very much, this is me. It's not like that. But in a loving relationship, how many times does the wife's um, opinion prevail in the family? All the time. <laughs> Most of the time. So I think, the, or even though these, these are the assigned roles, I heard, I heard someone... Um, commenting on this uh, on these verses, I'm not 100% sure if this is right or wrong, but I mean, I I, I heard it this way. He said, if they if if they love each other, they should sit together and get a decision about everything in their family. I mean, about the kids, about education, about finances, about everything. If it happens that there there was some sort of um, uh, conflict of the decision-making between them. So his decision, being the, the leader, should prevail. That's what this, this, um, this commentator said. I'm not 100% sure, but that will at least put some, some sort of um, um, resolution to the, to the conflict. But I agree with you. I agree 100%. Nowadays, there is no rules. There is no right or wrong. There is no... Um, way that someone will be bossing the other around, but I think the key to this, submit to one another in a loving relationship. Okay. I think the problem with the, with the picture that yes. with it is that it looks like a hierarchy. Mm. It's not. It's, it's not. more like a representation 
of a chart of responsibility. Yes. And that, in fact, it's more like, for example, in a workplace, you might have someone that's a marketing manager and someone that's an accountant. They both get paid the same amount, but they've got two different responsibilities. responsibilities and the two of them together mm. help to um, you know, balance the structure of the workplace. Yes. You kind of maybe look at it like that. It's yep. not no. really like one is greater than the other. But yep. But that's that's his role. That's yeah. No, no. And there are people that can't have kids anyway, so they just wouldn't even work. Like they might, you know. Exactly right. If if there is yeah. Mm. Correct. No, no. Can't agree more than that. Thank you. So yeah, I I I think also when I respond to something like that, I will I will always get the the example of Christ, Christ and God. He said, please know that God is the head of Christ. How come God is the head of Christ if we say that God and Christ are equal? And it's, it's one, the second, the second person of Trinity. So they are equal, but they had different roles. That's the, that's the thing. Exactly the same with the husband and wife. They are equal in the eyes of God, but they have different roles. Okay, let's go after that to another... Uh, question and I hope that will be a bit easier <laughs> than the the first one. Okay, this one in 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 First Peter three seven. He says here, husbands likewise dwell with them with the wives, with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel. What does it mean that women are the weaker vessel? That's the question. I think, I think one of the things that we need to emphasize upon tonight is the word understanding. Understanding, both men and women have difficulty understanding their spouses. And it takes some time, some time after marriage in order for this relationship to settle and we know each other and we understand each other. So, and also takes commitment and surrender to God's order on the part of both partners to come to a place of true understanding. Understanding is the basis for seeing one's wife as a vessel to honor. Number one, there's something here to understand that he should honor her, not only deal with her as the weaker vessel, but also should honor her, respect her, and care for her because she's the weaker. We can't undermine that she is the weaker, but weaker in what? That's, that's the important thing. Weaker in what? What do you think? Weaker in what? Is she weaker? Stronger? She weaker in what? She's more vulnerable. Is she? What do you think? Women are more vulnerable than men? Sorry? Maybe physically, yes. So physically, yes, definitely. What about emotionally? Yes and no. It um, depends on the personality. So, yeah, but if we say, in general, are they weaker physically or not? Yeah, generally, yes. Emotionally, most probably. But I'm, I can't say that she's weaker spiritually, she's weaker in, in the thinking, she's weaker in her intelligence, or anything else. She's weaker physically, probably emotionally. So what does St. Paul is emphasizing here in order for the house to 
um, um, to grow. He said here, she's equal in the eye, uh, sorry, emotionally or physically, that definitely doesn't, doesn't mean she's less valuable, same thing, so we talk about the value and the role. She's equal in the eyes of God, rather, when he says that to him, deal with her as the weaker vessel, it is a basis for a husband to treat his wife with understanding, with tenderness and patience. Okay, so be Hanayan, okay, if you understand what I'm saying. Okay. It is all part of him being the head of the family. When, when the husband is the head of the family, that's his role to also exert upon the looking after his wife. That means the husband has a great deal more responsibility in the marriage than the wife does. The wife, he said to her, submit, hug. But what, what, what is his role? His role to love, nourish, cherish, look after, deal with her as a weaker vessel, and too many things. So that the husband has a greater role, a great more responsibility in the marriage than the wife does. He's the leader, and he is to set the tone for the relationship. And a man who honors his wife and puts her first before all but God will have a wife that responds. Believe me, that, that works 100%. If you put her first, she will submit. No doubt about that. The way a husband gives himself for his wife is that he understands she is to be honored for the fact that she is his wife and she is equal to him in the eyes of God. Of course, this is the ideal and is not something that happens overnight. We have to understand that husbands from the first week of marriage, they master these things. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of fight in order to master these things. But if they are both godly, they can attain that one. A man and a woman begin the relationship, their relationship when they are married, but whether or not that relationship works in, uh, is in direct correlation to both, to both the husband and the wife taking their place in God's order and their submission to obey God. So that's, that's the way or that's the, 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 the key to achieving that. That's a shorter one. Any question? <laughs> okay. I've got two questions, and I think there are two long questions about the church and, and uh, the role of women in the church. Should we keep going, or we do it next week? It's other, yeah, please. In that previous verse, um, No, I think I think it, it to be understood from the context. He didn't say that she's weaker, so just um, do this and this. He's, he said weaker, so deal with her tenderly. So, um, uh, of course, Saint Paul didn't say weaker physically, weaker emotionally. He said she's a weaker vessel. But also, he said that even she's a weaker vessel, she's worthy of the honor, all the honor and grace that God gave her. So she's not weaker in any anything else. She's only weaker. That's actually, you have to be um, gentle with her. 
that's the yeah. But there's nothing in the Greek or or something like that to emphasize which which what's the meaning of that word. Okay. Should we leave it here and and do it next week um, because that will take time. So is that all right? Okay. All right. Thank you very much for having. Me. Any other question? Any general question? All right. If you have more questions, please um, send the, those questions, and we try to, to do it. I was actually planning to finish the four questions today, but we took time to. So I think we should do it next week. <laughs>